0: Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you?
1: I'm good. We're a little rusty here. We haven't been in the studio in a week.
0: It's been a little while, uh, but we're back after a holiday break, ready to talk about cinema on the podcast known as Side Talks. Side Talks. That's what See, this we remembered.
1: Is. We're doing. Yeah, great. I mean, we're we, doing great. we were
0: kind of stretching it out there at the beginning as we were both trying to come up, you know, figure out what the name of this podcast yeah. is. Yeah,
1: we got it. We got it. Though we,
0: we got there. We got there. Who are you?
1: Oh, I'm Rachel Morgan.
0: Uh, And I'm Corey Kraft, and this is the official podcast of the Sidewalk Film Festival and the Sidewalk Film Center and Cinema in downtown Birmingham, Alabama. You probably knew that if you're listening.
1: Sponsored by Revelator Coffee. Of
0: course, sponsored by Revelator Coffee. We love Revelator Coffee. Just a block away from the cinema down there. Um, Yeah. And uh, really, really great stuff.
1: Happy New Year. Yep. 2022
0: 2022 off to a tremendous start <laughs> right. so far um really,
1: really great omens yeah
0: we're uh we're, we're all doing great and um <laughs> eager perfect. eager to start year three of the covid pandemic
1: can we all take one minute and just let's remember the very beginning of 2019 or 2018 even
2: you Can know? you remember that? No,
0: I'm <laughs> thinking like, wait. Uh, everybody was mad it about was, Star Wars uh, for right, a little while right, there. That, so. Those were our
1: big worries. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my
1: um, god! What
0: else? Uh, oh, a, Donald Trump oh, was president. Do- we had a
1: doofus for president, yeah, but it so, was it was coming to an end. You know what I mean? Like in 2019, it was like we could see. I what mean, we thought was lying at the end of the well, tunnel.
0: But you're confident about that. I'm not sure that in 2019 yeah. I was confident well, I'm about not, that.
1: Well, I was more confident then than I am now. <laughs> and that's what sucks. Right now I'm like, oh, I'm scared about what's going to happen in about, what, 24 months? What we'll got?
0: see. We'll see.
1: Oh, this got real political real quick, didn't it?
0: Um, you know, I, I think it's fair to say, and I, I don't want to alienate any of our listeners. Yeah. Pandemics um, suck the The pandemic is bad, and we're also not like super hot on Donald Trump as like a, a a president or a person. I don't know.
1: I don't know. You you know, there's some sleeper cells out there, Corey. There's some sleeper cells. Some people love them. Some Quentin Tarantino and, you know, a little Donald Trump.
0: Well, it okay, happens. yeah. Um, I like one of those people. See if you can guess who.
1: <laughs> oh man, let's get back to what we do better than this, at least.
0: Uh, talking about movies. Yeah, let's Go. do it. Get ready for a five-minute fight.
1: Five-minute round one fight. All right, Brad, go ahead and start the timer. We are fighting about a fight movie.
0: That's right. The fight movie in question is David Fincher's Fight Club from 1999.
1: Five-minute fight. Sorry, I had to do it.
0: Five-minute fight club. Um, this is a favorite movie of all uh, sort of disenchanted Uh, Every
1: dude. Older
0: millennials, uh, geriatric millennial white men out there who came of age in that moment um, in the late 90s where people were like, is history over? And then 9-11 happened. Uh, So, no, it turns out it wasn't. Um, Fight Club is a very sort of mopey, disaffected, white guy movie that I have a great deal of fondness for, though I have to confess, I haven't seen this movie in a little while. Neither have I. So we're we're on
1: fair playing ground here.
0: I do recall uh, really sort of taking to Fight Club, not as a disaffected white male, though I certainly was and am that um but but you know as a social satire of this masculine urge to um combat sort of existential dread by punching the shit out of whatever uh and falling under the sway of a dangerous sort of cult leader who then preaches um, anarchy, in, in in spite of the fact that, that he's mentally ill the whole time, um, there's there's stuff to be unpacked in this movie. It's it's a lot more interesting of a movie than I think the Bros have traditionally given it credit for. Not for nothing, of I course. I don't
1: think it's smart enough.
0: I, but I I do I do okay. I, I I think that the movie is smarter than its source material, a novel written by Chuck Palahniuk. Not for nothing, you know, um, a gay guy. Chuck Palahniuk, right. who is is perhaps commenting on certain impulses that he saw in society in the nineteen nineties when the, when the book was published, um, it's a movie that I've always really liked. I love David Fincher. We've established that on this podcast. I'm not sure that I would say that Fight Club is among Fincher's best works, but I do think it's one of his more misunderstood works.
1: Oh, really? Because everybody loves this film, I feel like. I feel like I rarely meet anybody who doesn't like it. I feel like this is really embraced. Every bro out there wants to see this a million times over, had this poster on on their wall in their dorm room. Or similar. I I really I did too. Corey like it when it came out. Uh-huh. I will say that the, my first pass of this thing, I was like, "Oh, that's a really good film. I really enjoyed that." But it has not stood the test of time, not with me, yeah. and Not in general. Hmm. That's that's my that's my strongest point here.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: I don't know. I think I like things like IKEA jokes don't really hold up for one.
0: Well, that's true. It is it is based in the same night moment from 1999. That it's the same thing that propels a film like American Beauty. It's all about yeah. sort of disaffection with the American thing, right? Um, and
1: I'm bored of it. I'm bored of it. I'm not as, I'm not bored of it with American Beauty. See, that's what I, I was going to bring up. Yeah, I am because bored I know of you like here. that film, and I think because this thing is just so filled with testosterone. I understand that it's a comment about that, but it's also just so layered with it. Yeah, and I just dislike it a lot. I feel like it's unpleasant to watch. I also I feel like the I feel like it's a better film without the gag, right? Mm-hmm. Without the the sort of the, the surprise at the end. I do. I really feel like this didn't need that, and I wish it wouldn't have worked so hard toward that. It's a more interesting film otherwise, or if that plays subtextually. I, I,
0: I'm I, going to spoil Fight Club, which is a 22-year-old movie, right. so spoiler alert, listeners who haven't seen it. Um, I, I think that the the ultimate comment is about how led astray these, these you know, frustrated men can be led by a person who is clearly having a psychotic break.
1: Yeah, except I don't care about that. Well, fair enough. And, and I feel like the movie's smug.
0: Maybe, but I, I think that there is a little bit, you know, I, I'll push back against the, I don't think it's aged well comment a little oh, bit really? by saying that perhaps it's gained a little bit more traction after – and you know, I don't want to get political again. I'm going to get political again after we saw the dumbest people on the planet um, stoke uh, an active insurrection at the United States Capitol last year on January. Yeah, that 6th. has nothing
1: to do with this film. But I, I'm me, not it sure it doesn't does do
0: because this film also it culminates in an act of of terrorism, um, uh, led you know, uh, provoked and led by uh, somebody. You know, genuinely confused and dangerous, and and kind of adrift. I I do think that there are parallels to be drawn there. Yeah,
1: uh, they're not they're they're not interesting enough parallels to me. <laughs> well, And okay, it, doesn't, and it doesn't supply. It doesn't make up for the the huge gap and and sort of what I feel like is is a lack of relevance of this thing. It really mm. it really doesn't feel relevant to me. It feels dated. It's not enjoyable on the third viewing. You know, and and I'm not suggesting that a film has to be, but necessarily, but it's not. And I, here's my other issue with it: the casting. If you're going to make this sort of, oh, I'm making this big commentary, this big sweeping commentary, and we're going to cast, you know what? We're going to rub their face in it by casting Brad Pitt.
0: He's great, though.
1: I knew that. I knew that was going to be your (laughs) fault. You know
0: I love Brad Pitt. I don't know. Like, that's not like a... You know, that's not an argument that's going to sway me like Brad Pitt's in it.
1: Yeah, he I know. Brings, he's great. He brings that energy to it, too. And it's just not that interesting.
2: No one's ever seen a movie and thought, I wish Brad Pitt wasn't in that movie that I just watched.
1: <laughs> uh, except for one person sitting right here.
2: Yeah, I think that's true. <clears throat> yeah, true. Um, okay. I'm going to say Corey remains neutral for saying five minute fight club. Um, it was (laughs) inevitable and neither positive nor negative. Just someone had to say it. At least I didn't
0: make a, you know, the first rule,
2: the second rule, et cetera, et cetera. uh, That's true. That's true. true. Okay. Bonus points for not saying that.
1: Yeah. That's part of my complaint about this thing. (laughs) That that has been drug. Anyway, uh, sorry cheer, Sam.
2: Like Big Lebowski. Um, yeah, agreeing with Rachel here completely. It's a perfect college dorm room poster movie, um, and it just has not withstood the test of time. Uh, it really hit hard in high school, but yeah. right now it mm, kind of lame. Um, and there's that weird, like, dark, manic, pixie dream girl character with Helena Bonham Carter.
0: Yeah, who rules? Yeah, by the way. I, who that was rules? Does she, does she rule? You are next. point. no, come on. Don't Thank come it. at HBC do you have a, do on you have this a podcast. On her? Well, who doesn't? Are you kidding? <laughs> you have a,
2: uh-uh.
1: Oh um, man! Okay, I said so five
2: hundred thousand points at Rachel. Thank you. You win. Yeah, thank Ow, you. this fight. Rageous.
1: That was going to be my next Out- point. Rageous. She is so miscast. She's so good. What is wrong? Am I this?
0: This is bizarro world. Um, I'm with you, on Corey. I'm with you, Corey. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I still won. Who won? You won. I yep. guess, but like. Yep. I don't, come on. This is going to make me have disassociative episodes and start a, a, a cult in a, a basement, punching the shit out of everybody. Um oh, man. That's that would how be so 1990. Diane. Is that it? 1999.
1: Nine.
0: Yeah. Love okay. you. All right. Fine.
1: All right. Let's go. Big, big bucks. Today's my day. Let's go. Big bucks. No whammies. No whammies. Big bucks. Big bucks. Here we go. Stop.
0: Well... The storm clouds are gathering on the horizon. It sounds like it's time for the filmmaker lightning round. And we've got an interesting subject today. A character actor who everybody always mistakes for being somebody else. Love it. We're talking about the film's of Bill Pullman. Why not? And if you don't know who Bill Pullman is or you got Bill Pullman confused with Bill Paxton or you know any number of other uh, white guys who were in a lot of romantic comedies in the 1990s, um, you know, take a moment, pause this podcast, look up Bill Pullman. You'll recognize his face. He was the dad in Casper among a million other he's things. He's an in
1: Independence Day too, right? Of course,
0: but I didn't want to bring up Independence Day because it might come uh, up here during this playing lightning like round.
1: The president, you he's, know?
0: yeah, he or the Baxter um, right. in right. a romantic comedy. Right. Um, so let's start our filmmaker yeah. lightning round with Bill Pullman. What is a movie starring or featuring Bill Pullman that you love?
1: Okay. There are a few. I mean, this is a long IMDb page, yes. right? It's he's long, been in a ton of stuff. So I'm going to start with a really obvious choice. Here, okay, and I'm going to say Lost Highway. Yeah,
0: well, that's mine too, obviously.
1: Yeah, so I mean, that's the easiest when you when you scan yeah. that IMDb page. That's the easiest one, and it's also I think he's well cast in that. Yes. I feel like that's that dude, right? Bill Pullman. Had, he's a character actor for a reason. He's got this kind of doughboy kind of thing going on, yeah. and it's you know. It's a, it's a thing.
0: Well, he's he's great in Lost Highway. It's probably the best movie he has been involved with looking at his I'm IMDb. Not argue that. Uh Lost Highway rules, he's in the film's most memorable scene too, of course, the yeah. sequence where Robert Blake comes to him in the party.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh and it is terrifying. Um
1: one of the most terrifying scenes in a film ever.
0: For sure. So so Lost Highway needless to say highly recommended by both of us. Um, what is a movie starring or featuring Bill Pullman that you think you might like more than most people?
1: I know I like this film more than most people. Okay. And it's a, it's a sleeper. It's a, really, it's a really funny and fun and great film, uh-huh. in my opinion. Mr. Wrong.
0: Yeah. You've talked about it on the podcast I before. I, I thought that that would be your answer. That's here. my
1: answer. It's better than you think it's going to be. It's super weird. And the fact that it's like Ellen DeGeneres in a lead playing a heterosexual woman makes it It that actually works for it because she's so awkward and yeah. it's such a strange and like with Bill, Bill Pullman being the the you know romantic lead in this thing and in, in a way that you're supposed to really lean into. He, he does a weird like lay across the bed and read poetry thing. Yeah. That just all, it's it's so he's so perfect in this this is what i think of when i this film is what i think of when i think of bill pullman he's perfect in this role
0: fair enough so
1: mr wrong highly recommended um, 90s comedy i think it's 90s and it's it's ridiculous over the top
0: Silly. well yeah i still haven't seen it i haven't seen it since the last time you mentioned it um I don't know if my answer is is a cop out. It's not a movie that most people dislike. It's yeah. a movie that you certainly dislike because okay. we've talked about it on the podcast before. I think we fought about it. In fact, so by the standards of a movie that you don't okay. like,
1: not everybody, but not me.
0: everybody, but you. My answer is Independence Day, of course, because Ooh, I
1: think a lot of people do like that film. There,
0: right? a lot of people do like that film. You really don't. Yeah. Um, I I'll suppose. If I have to modify my answer, uh, and I'm looking quickly at Bill Pullman's IMDB to do that, I did really like. He shows up in a small role in this uh, film from 2017, "Battle of the Sexes," about the Billie Jean. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't
1: even. This is the thing about Bill Pullman. I'm often yeah. like, I don't even remember him in that.
0: Well, I think I don't remember the role he played. He was probably some tennis executive. Yeah. That's that's about the Bobby Riggs Billie Jean King uh, yeah, tennis you did, match. You didn't like it? I did like it. I like oh, it did, a lot. Like, okay. uh, Emma Stone uh, and Steve Carell. Yeah. Starring I enjoyed that. that. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, and it's a movie that didn't get a lot of traction. And I don't think it did much at the box office in 2017, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought it was, you know, particularly good actually. So, um, cool. So I like that. But Independence Day, needless to say, a movie that I like a great deal. Um, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> so, bah, bah. Um, what's a Bill Pullman uh, movie that you maybe don't like as much as other people do?
1: Okay, get ready, Uh-oh. everybody. Hold on to their seats. A League of Their Own. Really? I really dislike A League of Their Own. Whoa.
0: That so, is not Sam, what I expected.
1: Can you make a note? Because I bet Corey will fight for that little bullshit film.
0: I don't know if I'm gonna. No, I I might fight for that. I need to rewatch it. It's That's been the, a long time. No
1: crying in baseball, right? That's that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks. I dislike that film. But intensely. you've got
0: so many like wonderful actresses in that movie. Agreed.
1: I love Madonna. obviously. Laurie Petty,
0: Gina Davis, wonderful. Rosie, as
1: we've discussed you got Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, she's fine great. in that. Um, it's still a shit film, and wow. you know why. You know who's at the helm? Who's at the lead of this whole thing, Corey?
0: I mean, Your National Treasure Tom, Hanks? Tom are, Hanks? Are you talking about that, or are you talking about it's, the director, Penny Marshall? Who you Penny
1: know. Marshall's a hack.
0: Oh, my God. And
1: Tom Hanks plays the same character in every film, including this one.
0: Uh, strongly disagree about most
2: so of anyway, that. So, anyway,
1: point is, is, I'm sure there's a lot of people who are very upset right now because I've taken Tom Hanks and, you know— poisoned his name and also i didn't like this movie a league of their own i can't believe beloved, you called
0: laverne a hack
1: she's a hack no she's her not. father was a hack and she's a hack
0: you're talking about gary now
1: yes I, gary's I'm her talking brother about, right is that the brother yeah or the gary's dad? the
0: brother they're, i can't tell the they're difference. both they're all older than you think
1: her her and her brother are both hacks
0: well they've both passed away <laughs> so. r.i.p
1: R.I.P. Hacks. Uh,
0: so rest in peace to the great Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall. Uh, who right, are,
1: rest in peace to the not so great directors, Gary and Penny Marshall.
0: Penny directed big. <laughs> oh, you don't like big probably. So what? I like
1: big just fine. Okay. That's her best work. It's not saying a lot.
0: Awakenings is really good. No, it's not. Uh, it, yeah, it is. All right. No, it's not. A movie I don't like. There, there are two, I kind of cheated. There are two Bill Pullman movies that I don't like as much as people. And these, granted, are not big Movies, right? Okay. These are kind of culty movies that have kind of selected um, followings.
1: Sure. That's and, fair.
0: And I'm not into them. Um, I really don't like – and I, I, I am the Mel Brooks defender – on this podcast, obviously, but I really don't like Spaceballs. I don't think it's that funny. I don't
1: like Spaceballs either. Yeah. But guess what? We just gathered a bunch of hate out there in the world. I know, but I I am fully embracing I that just, answer. I don't think
0: it's very it's good. Not very I love good. Mel Brooks. I just don't think Spaceballs. Spaceballs has funny. never been a movie that I've really liked.
1: You show me one funny thing in Spaceballs. Somebody, I, I look. What is it? Podcast sidewalk at podcast. What is it? podcast? <laughs> podcast
0: at, at sidewalkfest. com. I,
1: I don't even know my e- own email address. Email us if you can tell me one funny moment in Spaceballs, we'll send you some kind of a t-shirt.
0: One. Um, You heard it, folks. (laughs) Uh, And the other movie I don't like is the um, sort of dark comedy, giant alligator movie lake placid, lake placid. Yeah.
1: oh speaking of r.i.p
0: yeah betty, betty white the late great betty white shows up and cursing up a storm in that movie and it has its moments I and know that's that,
1: actually she's the moment right yeah. like her taking care of the alligator is the that's kind of the just the best thing about it i remember sure. that being in some of the prom the promotional material yeah and thinking this is going to be a really edgy fun funny movie and it's not
0: it's not it's not particularly good and i love you know i love Bridget Fonda and Oliver oh, yes. Platt. I mean, it's got a it's got a good cast. It's just not a movie that works for me. I know that people defend it. People will tell you that's a good movie. Uh, sure. So, any Bill Pullman movies that you need to revisit?
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm sure there's many because there's yeah. a, that's a long again a long IMDb page, and I haven't seen everything. It yeah. would be It would be tough to, but I, I was actually shocked at how little I've seen. But I'm gonna go with Broke Down Palace. Because I really liked that film when I first saw it. Like uh-huh. is a funny word for that film. I remember being very affected by that film when I first saw it. Who knows if that holds up because I think I saw it upon release or close to it. Is that
0: like a Midnight Express thing?
1: It's two young women who end up sort of very young traveling internationally. If I'm And again, I'm going on, you know, very old memory here. Uh-huh. But uh, they end up sort of tossing with some gentlemen who, you know, as – as could happen when you're young and you're you know going around traveling for some probably the first time in your life alone and you're flirting and doing and they end up getting caught with some, I think drugs, yeah, if I'm remembering correctly. and you know, it turns out it's not great to get caught with drugs in a third world country. No, no, things don't end well, right so it it's and it's based on a true story and it's um it's harrowing and mm. I don't even remember Bill Pullman being in it, but it's on his IMDB page, and so I thought, well, that's an interesting. 'Cause it really is the two women mostly. Right. I'd love to see who he is in that though, and and actually I've been threatening to rewatch that for a while, so that's that's what my answer you is. You got there.
0: that VHS tape?
1: I haven't found it yet. I think that's what we're waiting on. Cool. We're gonna watch it then. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, I've never seen that movie either, but but I didn't know what it was about, and that sounds interesting.
1: Yeah. And again, based on um a true story and it I remember being surprised that it it doesn't it was such a Hollywood film. Right. I remember it being sort of a big blockbustery kind of thing, and it does not take the route that, that you would expect. Interesting. And I think that's in part because it's based on a true story. Because again, just FYI, everyone, <laughs> it did like doing you know things that you can do in this country that will put you in jail. Different story in other countries. Some other countries.
0: Sure. Sure. Um, well, there's a bunch of stuff I haven't seen either, and I just want to quickly say the the two that I want to rewatch are two movies that I haven't seen since I was a kid. We've talked about, I think, both of them on this podcast before, the two romantic comedies, uh, Sleepless in Seattle yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, While You Were Sleeping, um, yes. his his duology of sleep-related films. <laughs> um, he's Is he the guy who is – the sort of love interest the new love interest in while you were sleeping yes. the brother of
1: Peter Gallagher Peter
0: Gallagher that's so right So
1: he's the he, I've seen this And recently. and Sandy
0: falls in love with him while she's pretending to be Peter Gallagher's uh yes. fiance
1: Cuz she's she's love at first sight with Peter Gallagher gotcha. right So she's yeah. in love with Peter Gallagher just just by a, you know appearance and he's somebody she she works as you know, ever it's so believable, y'all. all right. Sandra Bullock, who's gorgeous. Sure. And, you know, obviously very well put together, et cetera, et cetera, is, you know, your subway station attendant. And she falls in love with the <clears throat> what she deems as oh so handsome Peter Gallagher, uh-huh. which that's an, you know, another story. We can talk about with those caterpillar eyebrows. Swept
0: away on those eyebrows.
1: Those eyebrows got her. And anyway, Bill Pullman is the brother of Peter Gallagher, who she you know, actually legit falls sure. in love with, so yeah. to speak.
0: Okay, that's what I thought. I, I do want to highlight a couple other appearances um, throughout his career of some some worthwhile titles, some stuff I haven't seen. Um, I know that you really like uh, Malice. I do. And I haven't seen Malice. I'm
1: about to talk about that on a future podcast oh, nice. that we're going to record today. Yes.
0: Well, that's interesting.
1: Yes, but malice is um, wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful, and I could also have included that as like more than most people. Sure. Because I'm not because I, I think if you see it you like it generally speaking, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, and I want to I want to shout out uh, a recent film he made from the director Todd Haynes that kind of flew under the radar in 2019 right before the world yeah. ended, uh, Dark Waters, which yeah. I think is a really really good movie, and he has a meaty supporting role in that as an attorney that's uh, really strong
1: Oh, i didn't like dark waters oh. i don't know if i'd five minute fight it because i'll lose i think but um i might five minute fight that even though i'm Todd, that is i, a, I really like Todd that is Todd. a
0: good movie uh <laughs> well anyway uh, anything else um that you want to shout out or highlight before that, we bring this to an end
1: you know if i had a video rental store uh-huh i would have a bill pullman section
0: I mean that would encompass so much of your your stock because he just pops up in so many things.
1: I know, but I you know I always go back to that video store that I used to visit in Boston that had the, yeah. the oh that's in the Rick Moranis section and you know it was one of one of the great moments of my life that discovery of that section. So um, I would like to to have that in my own video store. Nice, but, you know uh, what dreams may come.
0: Hey, you know it would be in the Rick Moranis section. Spaceballs.
1: Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm.
0: So there's your one Full funny circle. part. Uh, so that's been the filmmaker lightning round.
1: Well, thank you for listening to the Side Talks podcast, where your own personal cinematic Van Gogh and Gagol. Okay. Am I saying it properly? Yeah. I sure. tried to get really French with it there.
0: I hey, Gaugan. it sounded convincing to me.
1: Um, I have an art history minor, Corey, so I should be best, but I'm not. I'm not. And do you know the connection there? Um, Speaking of art history minors,
0: Yeah. Just from having seen that Willem Dafoe movie with Van Gogh a few years ago where I think Oscar Isaac showed up as Paul Gaga. Well... They were. That they is were certainly a connection. Right? They were
1: contemporaries, and the day that Van Gogh cut his ear off, which there's all uh-huh. this there's all this hubbub. Did he do it? Did he not? Was it just the earlobe? And there there have been a lot of articles recently that have come out that that's not the full story. And actually, what the full story sounds like is more gruesome than than what even the rumor is. And my understanding is most recently they've identified that it was not it was more than just an earlobe. It was probably the vast majority of an ear. Yeah. And on that day that he did that, he had gotten the news of his brother Theodore's. Am I correct about that, Theo?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Of his brother's um, impending marriage. Uh Uh-huh. And that had some money-related connections, to it, and some control connections. Yeah. And then he had gotten in a fight with Kugon on the day that he cut his ear off. Right. And they said he, you know, the rumor is he had given his ear to this, to a, um to a sex worker named rachel Mm -hmm. and um but that isn't that is they're now saying not true instead it was he wrapped it up and gave it to some other young woman who was a sort of the the, what would be like a receptionist at a brothel sure interesting you know uh it's funny when people say oh that's not true because yeah some of the details may not be true but it sounds like everybody's on board for the fact that that ear got cut off and got given to a lady
0: um and you know
1: what ladies love to receive Corey. Ears? A cut-off ear.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true in my experience. Um, so, yes, Oscar Isaac did play Paul gagan in uh, that movie At Eternity's Gate, a movie I saw in the cinema and fell Stone asleep. Dying. Oh, wow. Um, so wow. maybe I owe it a rewatch, but uh, whew, rough going that movie, in uh, my I'm opinion. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? What
1: are you going to do? I mean, it can get more, much more exciting than those two tossling and cutting an ear off, but apparently you didn't make it to that point that far.
0: Well, if you've seen that movie, it's very...
1: <laughs> Not that.
0: Very slow. <laughs> very, very slow.
1: Well, there you have it. Those two gentlemen got into a bit of a, a kerfuffle on the day that Van Gogh famously chopped up on that ear.
0: Well... How about that?
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening to to the Side Talks podcast.
0: Um, Sponsored by Revelator Coffee. Sponsored by Revelator Coffee. That's right. And thank you, of course, as always, to them and to Boutwell Studios for sponsoring and producing this show. Um, Visit us online at SidewalkFest.com or on social media at Sidewalk Film. We've got some fun stuff coming up at the cinema. Um, some really really good films uh, that we've scheduled Uh, by the time you're hearing this the tragedy of Macbeth will be playing at the cinema we have um, an interesting uh, Vanessa Kirby film called Italian Studies that's right um, opening on January 14th and uh, on the 21st uh, keep an eye out because tickets are going on sale soon. A, a documentary I meant, mentioned on a previous episode uh, called Torn yes. from National Geographic Films. If you liked Free Solo, if you like those mountain climbing movies, uh, you'll want to check this one out. It's really, really good. Yeah. So tickets um, on sale for that up. soon. Uh, if not already by the time you're hearing this. So come see a movie with us. Wear that mask, y'all. You want stay, to stay well. Um, and uh, I guess that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.